Hey mamas, welcome to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. We share incredible stories, tips, and breastfeeding ideas to help on your journey. I'm your host, Bethany Laverne, a lactation consultant and speech therapist who helps mamas with breastfeeding. Not all breastfeeding stories are the same, and we dive into those topics. Welcome to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany, Dr. Nina. It is so good to have you on today. She is a pharmacist and the owner of Oogie Bear. So why don't you go ahead and jump in and tell us a little bit about yourself and how many kiddos you have. Hi, Bethany. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. And just for your um, audience, I'm a pharmacist with a doctorate because a lot of people come back and say, how is she a doctor? Um, so just just a FYI. Um, so I have three kids uh, out of the breastfeeding age, and um, we've had a quite of a journey with each and everyone, everyone being different on their own. But my first daughter, who has put me on the spot and the reason why we're talking, um, really challenged me, really challenged mm -hmm. me. And I had, um, I ended up having a beautiful journey. So initially it was really rough and would love to dive into the details if you like me to. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you go ahead and just tell us about her uh, beautiful journey. Okay. So initially first time mom, I had a baby and, um, as you know, being in the medical field, I knew the importance of nursing. I knew the importance of breastfeeding and I knew that is what I'm going to do. I'm set, I'm prepared, here we go. And uh, lo and behold, she had a lot of breathing issues and she could not latch on. I didn't know this at that time. She just could not latch on. And I had wonderful um, lactation consultants initially in the hospital that were trying to help me, but her mouth would open up like a little bird and not actually be able to put my breasts in her mouth and be able to suction. So it was so difficult. I have to say, I think I want to say a month, but I, I, I think it was longer than that. Maybe a month to three months of just really painful suck. I mean, I remember when she was um, sucking on my, nipples to be able to feed because I she had to feed, right? My eyes would roll back. That's how painful it was. <laughs> and if anyone knows me, I'm so stubborn. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm like, I got to get this right. There's something wrong with me. I got to figure out, you know, we all as moms always put that burden on ourselves and think that we're broken in some way or, or shape or form. And I knew I did not want that label. And I was very adamant that this kid is going to nurse and I'm going to have a very beautiful journey. Lo and behold, after that phase of just not giving up and I guess my body, mind, everything connected, I started producing more milk and she was able to open up her mouth more. And we had a wonderful journey of nine months of breastfeeding. And I was a working mom and I don't know if that would have gone to a year, but initially I thought, you know, I think everyone's very, um, kind of, they come up to terms of how long they want to breastfeed. Cause my other two, I, I ended up breastfeeding up, up to a year. And my last one, my son, I ended up breastfeeding almost 13, 14 months with him. So every child was different and their needs were different. And I think I had an easier time as I had my second child, as I had my third child, but each, um, everyone was just a beautiful journey. You know, you have that bonding with your child, looking into their eyes, you know, it creates that bonding, the skin to skin. I mean, there's just so much I can go on. And I think it's just such a beautiful journey in that sense. And believe me, that first month with Ariana, who was my first, was just incredibly difficult. 
And I know a lot of moms go through that and I don't want to, you know, advocate that you have to breastfeed because I know sometimes you can. And I probably would have given up if she did not get better and better over time. Um, so I think if you, it's a choice, I think we need to breastfeed. Um, and if you can't, well, then we are so fortunate and lucky that there are other options. So I hope I answered your question. I don't know if I'm just, you know, keep going. I'm just going on. <laughs> no, that's so wonderful. I love that you share with mamas. I mean, the point of my podcast is every journey is different. None of your children are going to be the same. I have two boys. They were completely different. My first one was so easy. My second journey was so hard with a tongue-tied baby. And so I, I appreciate you sharing those so different. And sometimes I also feel with our, maybe we might think it's our last baby. We hold on a little bit longer because we know we're never going to do this again. And we just love that special time with them. So, but I love how you also said, it's your choice. It's your journey, right? I'm here to support you no matter what. I'm here to support you if you want to make it six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, going back to work. I want to help you on that journey. And then you say it's too much to take all my pumping stuff to work, right? Or if you you want to do a year, two years, I am here to support you, mamas. I want to help you one-on-one -on -one, and I can help you for 30 days and you have unlimited 24-hour support from me. And I will get back to you with all of your questions. Please send me pictures and videos and voice messages um, or text me, especially at 2 and 4 a.m. when you guys are feeling so lonely. So thank you so much for sharing that. I needed you. Where were you then? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's so wonderful. That's so wonderful what you say, because it really is individualized. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell all the mamas, what is one thing you wish you would have known about breastfeeding? So I knew the importance of breastfeeding, mm -hmm. right? I knew it medically. I knew it as a mom. I was told, you know, I, you know, generationally like, oh, we breastfed all the time. So you want to keep that standard, right? But after really understanding breastfeeding, it is just remarkable how truly important it is. And it's really not at the time that you're breastfeeding. It starts when you... I think when you get married and you decide that you want to have a kid, because what you put in your mouth, how you eat, the environment you are, uh, you are in, your stressors, all that plays in the role for you to eventually have a baby and the womb and then, and then want to breastfeed. So I think there's so much, I think if I want to, even like I have two daughters, if they ever breastfeed, I want them to know the most important thing is that one do your best to try to best breastfeed, but know that the journey starts way before that you even think before you're breastfeeding, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, it, for me, it's just so amazing that just you have this newborn come into the world and you are the vehicle for that newborn to survive. So you pass on all the immunity, the minerals, the vitamins, um, you know, that claustrum, that thick yellowish substance that initially comes out. And it's so difficult because it's really, you expect like milk to be pouring out yes. and not it's, it's this thick substance that you're like, what the heck is that? Or at least that was my um, impression when I first saw it. I thought, again, you start thinking something's not right. And we're so, we're so quick to say that. Right. Mm -hmm. But that right there is passing on your immunity, the antibiotics, the minerals, the, the vitamins, um, 
the baby, you know, if they have an infection and talking about RSV, right? Mm -hmm. um, most important time for you to pass on that immunity. During this season that we're in, you're starting to see a lot of signs and symptoms that you're worried about. And so just, you know, I think that, I think I would hone in on the importance of that breastfeeding beyond what we think we're feeding our baby. Mm -hmm. It's more than that. And the, and the forget about the, you know, like the bonding, the connection you make with your baby, the eye to eye connection, the, the, you know, your, your skin touching on skin and calming the baby. There's just so much benefit. I could keep going on and on and on. I'll bore you guys to death, but I think that's what I would pass on is how important that is. Mm -hmm. I specifically love how you said when you and your husband or you and your partner have decided to go forward and decide to start having a kid before you get pregnant. I love that we need to start doing research. And I feel like maybe in today's society, we're more concerned around how pretty the nursery looks and what we're going to be putting on our baby registry. And instead, I have so many moms come to me and say, I so regret not taking a breastfeeding class. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. And so, you know, mamas do your research. There's so many great podcasts, so many great books. Um, you know, I know we're all busy and working. And so if you don't have time to take that class, there's so many digital classes now too, that you can take, um, or even just know your resources like myself, like you might not have a kid yet, but I have a lot of women that follow me and I'll be like, Hey, how can I help you on your breastfeeding journey? And they say, I'm not breastfeeding yet. I just want you in my back pocket and I want to learn a whole bunch of stuff so that if I do have a problem, I know I can call you tomorrow. That's amazing. That mm -hmm. is really amazing that they have a resource like that. And I learned that after my first kid, I saw the importance of that. Again, I knew the importance of it, but really how to, and I think I got better at it with each kid. So hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. So what is one of your favorite breastfeeding products? <laughs> I'm very biased here, but I have to say the Oogie Bear, the, the Oogie Boogie tool, as we refer to it, Oogie Bear, um, allows you to clean the baby's nose. Actually, that is why I have a business. Um, my baby, I told you, uh, firstborn was not breathing very well. And I think that's probably why I had a lot of latch, you know, she couldn't latch on very well. Uh, I did again, I didn't know at the time, but, um, that was probably contributing to, 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 just, you know, her having a difficulty time. Um, the Oogie Bear, out of the blue, I she couldn't breathe that night. She kept kept keeping me up uh, through the night. I was a working mom and I could not breathe, believe that there was nothing on the market that addressed boogers or hard mucus, which is what blocks baby's nose um, when they want to breathe. Uh, more importantly, when they're breastfeeding, you want to not only if they're mad, you want to calm them down because, you know, we're in this season of RSV, right? So mm -hmm. you want to make sure what's going on. Is Are they sick? What's, are, is their nose blocked? Do they have a temperature? Why, why are they not latching well? So many reasons why, right? And I would say the number one product would be uh, Oogie Bear to making sure that their nose is not blocked and they're able to latch on and be able to have that beautiful breastfeeding journey, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And specifically, mamas, you know, I think about this is more from my speech therapist aspect, what I've been going through um, and doing some extra research on with myotherapy is your baby should be breathing through their nose 
not their mouth, mom. And so if they are breathing through their mouth, you need to shut their mouth so they're breathing through their nose. And again, like Dr. Nina said, they might not be able to because it's all stuffed up. Um, I also highly recommend moms to run a humidifier in their room to help moisturize it. Um, their, you know, their nose, it's so good for them. And also, if we think about good mouth posture, which I feel like we don't talk about a lot, your teeth should be apart, your lips should be together, and your tongue should be right behind your teeth on that bumpy ridge uh, and breathing through your nose. And so if we can teach our babies that early, um, that's just so good for their health. I know that sounds crazy, but it's so good for their health. It will help them sleep. They will hopefully stop snoring. And the biggest thing I've learned recently, it will also help spread out their palate, um, which hopefully mamas means you're going to have less uh, money to spend on braces or spending less money on braces because your tongue's doing all that work to widen their palate for them. Absolutely. And, you know, that Ogie Bear started us uh, on this journey. And now we've made it our, our mission to help babies breathe better. And we have a Oogie Bear uh, teether and a toothbrush that ex does exactly what you just said. Um, and I'm so happy that you actually understand that the concept behind that, because not only it'll help you breathe and of course, immediately, um, you know, comfort the baby, but cognitively throughout their lives. I mean, if you mm -hmm. have a mouth breather, how many times have you seen a cartoon episode and the one that's really not like paying intention or just not so smart is a mouth breather. So it is so important from day one that we close that mouth and we've got all the necessary tools that help with that, whether it's a toothbrush, teether, a nose cleaner, um, it, it should help facilitate that. Mm -hmm. And I specifically love your teethers. So of course we know I call myself the tongue tie expert here. My son had a tongue tie. We went through that whole process. And so I'm always looking for new teethers to recommend to mom. And I just love this teacher teether one the babies can hold on to it so they're going to control it and they can put it in their mouth and they're going to move around their tongue and so that's also strengthening their tongues mom and it's strengthening their jaws because they're chewing on it um, and it's also helping them cut teeth which i love and i bet dr nina correct me if i'm wrong it's okay to throw it in the freezer for um those teething babies <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It'll help soothe the cooling effect, of course. Yes, absolutely. You can do that. Yeah. I have a whole part of my freezer that's just um, teethers and cold things um, all the time when they were cutting teeth. I threw one in, pull a new one out. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today. I've so enjoyed our talk. Um, why don't you let, know, let our mamas know how they can connect with you? We're on all social media channels at oogiebear.com. We're, you know, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the platforms. And uh, I'm so happy to be here. I really enjoyed this conversation and I'm so grateful that uh, the products are helping at least your clients and, and babies. Yeah. So mamas, I highly recommend go buy some Oogie Bear products. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you so much for listening in if you love this episode it would mean so much if you would share it with another mama or post on social media and tag me i want to personally thank you for wanting to help other mamas you got this i'm rooting for your breastfeeding journey